0: This is Shift Run Stop. It's a fun podcast about games and cultural stuff and comedy and interviews.
1: Happy 2010.
0: Brilliant episode coming up. We've got the Prestons, which I'm very excited about.
1: (laughs) Tell us about the Prestons.
0: We've got, well, Samuel Preston. I'm going to ask him what he's, what we're supposed to address him as. Cause do we call him
1: Preston Sam? or do we call him Sam or Samuel yeah. or Mr. Preston, sir? Yes. So that's that's probably a pretty probably. high-profile guest, Sam mm-hmm. Preston off of The Ordinary Boys.
0: Yeah, that's I think he's, he's our, one of our most famous to a certain demographic. Possibly not the one listening to this. <laughs> <No. laughs> will want to explain who he is to everybody listening to the this. The
1: geeks won't know who he is.
0: No, but he he is a secret geek. He's a, he's a big uh, Nintendo fan. And Alex Preston, his brother... Has just written a novel which is out in March about the uh, credit crunch crisis sort of thing, and it uh, works in the city. And I assume Samuel's a biographical.
1: So that's exciting. Samuel Preston from The Ordinary Boys and Big Brother and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and his brother Alex.
2: It's
0: great to have you both. Thank you. For Thanks for
3: having me uh, to us. be here.
0: Okay. I don't know. We've got some questions and stuff.
1: So many We've got questions. questions. Where do we start?
3: Questions. This is so fun, though, isn't it? This family thing. This like I like doing work. stuff together. I know. I know. Do you do, do, you, maybe, do you much work together? Mm. Um, um, no, we we, we I mean, only no. secretly when I when I'm when I need to write lyrics. We started out together. Your musical
4: career, I think, was was really
3: built upon the foundation of my my very limited knowledge of the guitar. Yeah, I think it was. Um, And and, yeah, you kind of forcing me to listen to Violent Femmes records when I had no idea why it was good. You would rather be singing
4: into a hairbrush. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: So you've got sisters as well, haven't you? So you a have sister, sister. sister.
4: Of whom we're very protective and yeah. yeah, overprotective. Is she younger? She's younger, and mm-hmm. she's wrapped in a bubble of brotherly love. Yeah. Oh. Is she also
1: oh. known as Preston? <laughs> 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 she is, it's because it's her surname, but yeah. with Lucy
4: before it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be known as Preston. Like no, I, want to no, I kind of—I don't, I don't really want to be known as Preston either. But well, maybe if I'd like gone like into I've the gone big in brother too. house with you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, then you would have been forced. You to would yeah, have you would have been Preston. kicked out much earlier, <laughs> and then, because they—I was would have proven so. You'd be like,
0: you like Jed, would have big
4: brother though. Oh for too. oh for their hair.
5: I'm in computers. I'm in the.
3: Your you see, when I think about what I really want to do like, and, and I sort of start these projects and I think, am I really enjoying this? Mm. No, I'm not really. I think I don't really want to do this. And then I'll, I'll just sort of try and, and, and sort of rework it and start again. Mm. But I want to be in a band touring little venues, you know, pa- playing the sort of toilet circuit and that, that's <laughs> what I want to be doing. <laughs> but I've set myself up with a mortgage now, so, mm. so it's like it's difficult to... To really know what to do, but well,
4: um, I think music journalism. I think that the writing about music, given the experience that you had, a bit fascinating thing mm. for you to do.
3: Yeah, I, I did write a novel, but I every I, I try and reread it and I, I get embarrassed. I think I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna well, that start happens again.
4: with my novel, and and it's being published <laughs> in about two months' time. What's so. it called?
1: Tell us about your novel.
4: Uh, my novel is called This Bleeding City, and it is the story of a young man who leaves university and along with most of his friends goes into the city um, during the boom years mm-hmm. and just as it seems that he's going to achieve uh, everything he set out to achieve, live this kind of glamorous magazine life, um, it all comes crashing down and it's a novel that is about the financial crash but I think it's much more about the young people that were at the heart of this. and what it tries to do is to give a kind of emotional response to what it was like to live through that. Why people did these things, not what is a CDO or what is ABS but what was it like to just have this construct upon which so many people's sense of self-worth was built mm. suddenly plummet into dust and um, uh, you know I, I, I would like to think it isn't just a credit crunch novel but it's um, it's trying to say something about our, our aspirations and also about fatherhood, which was something that uh, was very much to the forefront of my mind. My child was born as I finished the novel. It was a wonderful uh, birthing process. <laughs> and it's out in March? Is that right? Fourth uh, of March, ah. I'll send you an invite to the launch party. Oh, lovely. Um, well, I'm just trying to get people along to buy the book, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I won't Discounted buy copies yeah. will be available. No, it's exactly. wine. <laughs> Um, yes. On. Drink, drink the <laughs> wine provided by Black
2: Quills. Uh,
0: we've got Ariana Shireen who you might know from her atheist bus campaign of the late 2008. But she's, she's not
1: only a famous atheist, she's also a comedian, comedy writer.
0: Yes. She wrote um, some sitcoms. Like She's written things like My Family, which is one of the most popular sitcoms on TV. And she wrote for Countdown. And uh, she's edited a book.
2: So what was your
0: input in the book? You, you edited it, and it's The Atheist's Guide to
6: Christmas? Yes. it's good that's it. So how did, how did it come about? Because I was asked if I wanted to do a book mm-hmm. and um, I didn't by myself and I quite wanted to do one for charity mm-hmm. but I found the idea quite daunting so mm-hmm. I thought I know a lot of people who can write mm-hmm. well, best than me and maybe I could ask them if they would be willing to contribute for free yeah. <laughs> to my book, and thankfully they did, which was good. Who did you ask? Um, sort of every atheist I knew. Everybody from Richard Dawkins, Charlie mm-hmm. Brooker, Ben Goldacre, Darren Brown, mm-hmm. who's really nice, David Deal, there were some women, yeah. I'm, I'm a woman. Yeah. Um, or am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josie Long, mm-hmm. Lucy Porter, who is on the back of your book. Mm-hmm. She's lovely. She's very, very nice. So comedians, journalists, scientists—really, people you wouldn't expect like Simon One. Simon mm. Wincer, please ah. sing of and Through to Sean Berry, who is was the Green Party candidate for London Mayor mm. in two thousand eight. He was talking about how to have an ecological Christmas. Through to Jenny Colgan, chick lit oh, author. Yeah, I played frisbee with her.
0: Yeah. That, yes, <laughs> you <laughs> played frisbee with yeah. her. <laughs> that's my massive claim <laughs> to fame. It's, Col- it's interesting though. it's a Christmas book that's not that's not about. Christianity in any way. In fact, it's about the opposite. I like the idea
6: of that. That's good. There are allusions to Christianity. Mm. Um, quite a few of them. <laughs> but not generally in um, quite a friendly way. Mm. I think people were a bit worried that it wasn't a bit more hardcore. It is
5: billed as the atheist book, it's safe to leave around your granny. Okay. It's built by me. No, I don't know if you say, that's it's okay. a bill, or somebody saying, um, it is said to be fantastic, and <laughs> then by me. said yeah. just <laughs> not. <it's laughs> You're the most qualified person to do it that billy. I do know it the best, No. Mm. yes, yeah, so whether that renders me most qualified. Or... Before I
0: forget, um, can we get everyone's Twitter names recorded? in case you want to get more Twitter followers I do, yeah, I want as many as <laughs> You'll possible you get gamers following you yeah, right, and give cool. us your details uh,
4: well I'm at AHM Preston since mm-hmm. at Alex Preston has, there is a squash playing management consultant in Dubai <laughs> called Alex Preston who oh, is did... just a slightly earlier adopter than I am right. and therefore
3: takes Alex Preston yeah. everywhere irritating. Oh. mine's Samuel Preston all one word
6: Okay, and Ariane we and have got you. Yeah. Ariane Shreen and nobody can spell it, but there are no other Ariane Shoreenes
4: okay. in the world. I'm obsessed by Twitter. My wife has put embargoes on when I'm allowed oh, to do. I'm not so allowed it to tweet is. in bed. Um <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that sounds yeah, like yeah. Um, no I'm yeah, you do build up these really straight like I'm um, friends with a bunch of the Guardian journalists, mm-hmm. um, who I've just, like, stalked until <laughs> yeah, they like, succumbed. Like, Jean-Hannah Edelstein, who I think is brilliant, a really, really good writer, and um, Sam Jordison, who I just oh, think are yeah. really
3: wonderful. Oh, I've got my eyes on Simon Price, actually. I've started well, Simon Price I've started you know. messaging him a little bit. I'm such a fan of his writing. Oh, you know? no. He's kind of... Didn't he kind of discover the killers and these sort of very... Oh, I think um, I think
4: of him as long... I mean, that's just dating us, because yeah. I think of him as, <laughs> as, as long before that. I mean, he was really, like, the a young really incredible
3: voice of, uh, and it was always I would look for his reviews because right. I would de- I would always go by what he he's said he's very good mm. and he uh, he actually DJs he does like an alternative 80s night in, in Brighton know. and uh, anyway he's got these huge red spikes that you can't you just couldn't miss him they're they're like a foot tall each mm-hmm. massive mm-hmm. bright red he looks like Beelzebub and he goes to every he goes to every gig yeah, yeah I mean in London I guess at the time when you did the joke but he mm-hmm. passed the joke on to me so now I do it of just like if we're ever going to go to a gig we'll we'll be like alright so you're going to come and see you know whichever band tonight alright I'll meet you uh, at 7 by Simon Price (laughs) 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 and I've actually used it and it's actually worked to be like I always feel slightly
4: disturbed I want
3: to know where he is if he isn't there yeah
4: yeah Um, how
2: do
0: you get into Atheism campaigning,
6: I suppose. Did you, was it like... Um, I wrote an article for The Guardian about mm. religious advertising and I asked why religious advertising was allowed. Right. Given mm. that there was no scientific evidence to substantiate its claims and mm. also why there was no atheist advertising. Mm. And if all atheists reading this article got together and for forward £5, then surely we could get an atheist out on the bus. Mm. And a few months later it happened but it happened on a much larger scale than anybody had anticipated. Yeah. So instead of raising 5,500 pounds, we raised 153,000 pounds. Wow. And Richard Dawkins' help and the British Human Association's help. Mm. And then it started spreading around the world. So so it, yeah, I didn't expect to see that. Mm. It's good. And it's even reached the Bible Belt, like Indiana and Florida it. and places like that. So
0: Changing the world.
6: It's fun. Yeah. Um, Well, do you know what, it's odd, but not changing the world exactly, but I guess if it changes the way people think. Mm. um, But I guess what's strange for me is that I had been quite cynical, like a year and a half before the campaign launched. I thought that whatever you did, it didn't really make any difference because governments were, governments controlled everything and there were systems in place and, Mm. you know, ordinary people couldn't really make any kind of difference and, you know, you had a million people protesting about the Iraq war and it still went ahead and, you know, every time people come to vote you kind of know what the outcome's going to be and there's really only two main parties and, Mm. And, you know, none of that has changed. Mm. But I genuinely didn't think that um, anything could be that surprising anymore Mm. or or that controversial or that actually uh, attitudes could change... um, well, I'm not, I'm not sure that they have, but it really was overwhelming, and it really was uh, something that changed my view of how people could affect things.
5: I'm computers. I'm on the short way. I'm in the ether. Come shake your tail at me.
3: I mean, I, ne- I, had n- I yes, never had any plans to be a musician. And I was just, really? as any kid does, I just I just sort of, you know, was in bands and just mm. did them and, and kept, uh, suddenly I found myself kind of on tour and suddenly we had a record deal <laughs> and suddenly we were on top of the pops. So I was just like, this is weird. I was like quite, I think I was thinking I might be a teacher or do, do something kind of. And then, so yeah, it's, I think, it, I think if you set out often, if you set out to do something like that, it's, it's much harder to achieve it because you just you think about it in the wrong you know mm. in the wrong way and you just try to trying to to get something that people are going to want to sort of consume rather than just doing it because you enjoy it i mm. know oh, that sounds sound like a well, planned out lives it never works. no sure you know
4: yeah. god laughs at the plans of man um <laughs> sorry excuse me Aaron, don't, <laughs> don't, don't don't mean to touch yeah. that hot button it is it was not intended to <laughs> reveal anything other that. than that
1: figurative but, rather than uh, yeah. literal
0: do you and do you write for two parts of? Are oh, you write for two pints of other packet crisps and yeah. things like this?
6: I haven't actually done any um, telewriting for two years because mm. um, I moved to, to newspapers. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, newspapers a bit more because it's just you and an editor, mm. whereas with comedy, and I'm sure you know this, uh, the bigger production, the more people are involved, mm. the less creative control you have, the more JavaScript script goes through, and it ceases to resemble your mm-hmm. original script, and I found that quite demoralising, mm. but I know that many people do enjoy the process, and many people are a bit more cut out for it than I am. Mm. And, uh, and I, I still love comedy, and I still love mm. watching it, uh, but I think that uh, TV writing, I'd like to do some original TV writing actually but I don't think I'd go back to being a jobbing TV writer because that's Mm. quite it can be quite hard Mm. Um, Were they quite
1: small teams, the writing teams for things like My Family and and Two Pints?
6: uh, Two Pints was initially that was just the four of us Mm. but My Family is massive because it's team written so it's 12 people. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's supposed to be
0: based on the American, like, format, isn't it? Is it, I heard this about my family that it's supposed to be, like, an American sitcom in the sense that it's a big group of Good people that write it? Yeah. That's right, yeah. And
6: it was all conceived by Fred Barron, who created... I think he created Cheers or something like that. Okay. Um, but he's certainly a very big kind of force in, in team writing mm. and I'm just trying to remember because our producer uh, Tom Anderson he produced Cheers and there was a guy uh, called Daryl who also um, co-wrote Seinfeld mm. um, and he I mean it was just it was really amazing
5: to work with people who have worked on big shows because you can't oh. imagine it and mm. you know you are in Britain sitting in a leaky BBC room mm. and you know with studios, just yeah. kind of you know what BBC rooms are like, they're like classrooms. <laughs> You're being regaled with all these tales of you know glamorous US sets, and uh, it, I mean, it's just a different
6: world, I think. Yeah, um, so yeah, the guy who was heading up the team um, was very American and he was, he was a really nice guy. He was very, very permatan, he had bright white teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he went to the gym every morning. Wow! <laughs> yeah. that's discipline and motivation. Yeah, that's what I'm, we need to be more American. I think sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so that was, that was great. But it was also very competitive because you'd all be sitting there, and somebody, one person would have written the script, and you'll sit around and try and punch it up with gags, and all yeah. have to come up with the best gag for yeah. a particular
5: line. Yeah. And you were t- talking over each other and trying to impress mm. oh that's hard the guy really? with the white teeth yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was really hard yeah it was really hard and yeah. so now
1: you're writing for The Guardian yeah. and for The Indie uh, for The Sunday Times I did travel for The Sunday
6: Times oh, and okay. uh, comment mm-hmm. for The Guardian okay. yeah I love oh. it absolutely love it um, mm. just can't think Honestly, it's weird. It's so weird. It's like to go from something that you're so ambivalent about, like comedy, write for TV, to go um, to something that you just can't say enough good things about. It's it's really nice, but it took me a while. I mean, I was 27 before I started writing for papers, Mm. and again, I had this misconception that they were all sewn up and there's no way you could get in there unless yeah. you've done it forever from the very beginning you know you've done an nctj and
0: you kind of yes, yeah. worked your
3: way up but no um, so no, yeah was, if you've got the talent oh. a lot of my a lot of i i was when i was about uh eight or nine i was in i used to act when i was younger oh. so when i was when i was six i was in a film with elizabeth hurley which is like wow. the first thing. Was it,
0: cool?
2: it was
3: It was called Christopher, I actually found it on VHS in a uh, charity shop the other day. i to look it up, we put a link to it on this.
0: Yeah. And I
3: was in, when I was about eight or nine, I was in a Jim Henson production thing where really? I was the only human being and the rest were puppets. It oh, was like awesome. a, yeah, it's so weird. I have this like really awful bowl haircut. What was that called? Like oh. huh? What was it called? Um, it was called The Mother Goose Tales or something, Mother Goose Stories. When
4: you were in Queen, Queen of
3: Hearts? Was yeah, there. yeah, I was in two, I was in another one as well. Mm. And, uh, anyway, and then I got really into puppets. You weren't angelic. You were a beautiful child. I know, uh, where did it all go wrong? It's <laughs> a, and, um, and I got really into puppets, just, you know, obsessively into puppets. I would just watch every... You know, I'd watch The Labyrinth every day. And, just, and I'd make puppets and stuff. Do you remember the friends we had in London? I forget. No, the names. Yeah, and yeah. we would make, la- like, uh, latex puppets but and God, stuff. But, God, our up. parents
4: really... I mean, they, it, it scares me about being a parent myself that I'm going to have to immerse myself in these... Uh, you know, yeah, they were so... fairly dull <laughs> pursuits that my yeah. children take on. Yeah.
0: Did you always want to get into writing and were you doing stuff before you got the big breaks?
6: Um, Let me think, what did I do first? Well, for a job I busked on the underground, because I couldn't get a job because I was really, I've always been really small but I looked about 12 when I was 15. Um, so I went and busked on the underground, first off I played the violin and then I left the violin on a train. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, it was really bad. It was, um, yeah, so um, it's like a twist in their film plot, isn't it? Yeah. Like they've got no money and their last hope is to. You know, oh, sad. Yeah, and then they leave the violin. I don't know. Um, but luckily, um, there was a really rubbish guitar that my mum had, and I didn't know how to play the guitar, but I figured that I could probably try and work it out, so I did that. So then I used to sing and play guitar on the underground. Mm. And then I uh, I thought, because I kept on getting moved on by the transport police. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: weren't a licensed busker, you no! Just, oh, just, just risking
6: it. This is the days before licensed buskers. No, really this, they're, they're a new invention. No, they've only been around for about three, four years. Okay. No, this is back in the day, this is back in 1995, <laughs> mm. um, 1996. So then, because also you get sort of menaced, not just by the transport police, because they just move you on, yeah. um, but also by other buskers and oh, um, homeless you. people, and, and you were sort of 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <bit> scary. <laughs> it
5: was, well, I was quite... I was, was quite a confident cool um, Yeah, 15-year-old for some reason. I felt like I said nothing to lose. But I think people were probably just paying me because they felt sorry for me because they thought that I was an urchin. Uh, <laughs> like, I was kind of small and brown. Do you act up to it? <laughs> like, <laughs> rub
0: sheet polish into your cheeks and...
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I thought you were advocating something very different. <laughs> No no, 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 In a Jimmy no, 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 sweet, no,
0: sweet kind of way. No, no. Sorry, we've
5: so,
1: got you
5: like She's not talking about blacking it up. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of really bad 70. <laughs> were you in really the black
1: and white ministry show or something?
5: I probably do look like I don't speak English I always get that as leaflets it's really annoying because English is the only language I speak Yeah. and yet when I'm at the top i I always get like thrust into my head, like learn English <laughs> and it's like English is what I do for a living <laughs> <laughs> it's really you're awesome. quite good at English slightly <laughs> it's, <quite offended. laughs> yeah. it's
2: like
5: that Facebook Do you seen that thing on Facebook
0: like is English your first language like a massive banner at the top of the <laughs> Facebook where <laughs> <train> you <again? laughs> what are
5: you saying it's <laughs> <laughs>
2: my
4: status <laughs> updates, any Facebook criticising my. And actually, I'm I'm a kind of, and actually you are too, a kind of closet computer. Oh game man,
3: fanatic! I was, In fact, I was I'll was let you
5: ask about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll
3: let you. One of my. Well, what about this? It's uh, the my <laughs> Zelda Triforce tattoo.
0: Oh, you're obsessed with Zelda.
3: I love Zelda. Zelda, too, yeah. About Zelda. Yeah. 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 No, I really, really love it. The the one I've got I mean I've I've played every Zelda. I, I love oh. all the old ones. Followed, Followed it. it through the platform. Yeah, I have, I have. And uh <laughs> but I've just done it, i just finished yesterday, finished the new one on the DS, which was How long did it take you? <laughs> uh two days. Oh nice. Yeah. You, you kind I of literally just sat down st- and did it.
1: Would it be bad form to take a photo of no, your, your Zelda trifles tattoo? Yeah, let's He's get some of the ink. Get get your get your tats on the when table. You, Come on. When did you
0: get your first ink? <coughs> is this how people speak?
1: You have to
3: ask. When I was about fourteen, I think.
0: Sweet. And you just built on it since then.
2: Thank
3: you. Yeah, I mean it's not. I haven't done it. Have you ever regretted it? Oh man, I re- I regret it so bad. Do it you regret is.
2: when? <laughs> oh my
3: God. Oh. No, I don't. I think I, I I kind of. There's times where I just think. Like, really?
7: But look, think
4: about <laughs> But when our kids look at us by the pool, and you've at least you look like a man who's gone through with it, I've got a kind of yeah, adolescent yin yang, or something. Yin yang <laughs> on, my, uh, on one shoulder. Um, have
5: you really got a yin-yang? No, it is, it's a,
4: it's a Chinese... Uh, no, I've first. got a Japanese symbol. It's a Chinese symbol saying tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even born in the year of the tiger. It's I've got one. I've it's got the best one. animal.
1: Yes, it's just would win in a fight. I've got a happiness and good luck Chinese symbol <laughs> that I
4: got when I was
3: 14.
1: Did you get them independently translated by a friend who speaks Chinese? Yes, I I have actually, yeah. I, I have it's 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 think that's
4: another important rite of passage, making sure that you haven't got yeah a massive dick. Ladies' toilet.
1: <laughs>
2: <the one. laughs> yeah, it <does> um, <laughs> that's
6: who that's
2: you
1: know,
6: don't like. A Doctor Who assistant. Which
2: one? I don't know. Not you the know. most recent one. No, you just look like one. You I should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's
0: quite nice, yeah. isn't it? You
6: have yeah, touches of Romana.
0: Which ones? Re- oh, from years ago. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good geeky. Are you a Doctor Who fan? From, no. No, you Not just right. know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Romana Ram- is the one that's played by. Richard Dawkins' wife mm-hmm. do, you, do you know the Dawkins you hang out with them and stuff um, you go around there
5: for dinner I, I don't get you're going there after dinner. this <laughs> no a piece of that
0: on New Year's Eve
5: as well like <laughs> leaping apart and he's like are you going to Richard Dawkins <laughs> 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 yeah he's a massive he's a party animal by the time I get there I'll be off his phone no we <laughs> really just <laughs> no, really, so I've never even seen him it's like your Christmas New Year for atheists it's like no, he's, uh, he doesn't like Christmas so much, but
6: um, <laughs> 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 no,
5: he's lovely. No, I don't. But uh, I, mean, I do know him, mm. but in a work capacity rather than mm. uh,
6: a socialising capacity. I mean, he's honestly oh, my granddad, I think. Is he? So, I mean, nice like picture of the two of you here on your Wikipedia page. <laughs> he's getting cosy. He's, no, he's really lovely, and he's very. He's just very honest, and he always says what he thinks, and I think that, that is really. Valuable and should be, you know, more people should do that, mm. and they don't. Mm. <laughs> so you always know exactly what he's thinking, and you always get very straight answers. Mm. And um, but also, if you read his contribution to the book, it's his first piece of comic fiction, and he does have a really good sense of humour, mm. you know. So uh, did so you say it's comic fiction that yeah. he's written for it? Yeah. Oh wow, fantastic! Yeah. But um, but no, as far as I know, he didn't have a New Year party. Or if he did, I wasn't invited. <laughs> so he was listening. <laughs> but,
0: so, yeah, you're both, you're both into games. Yeah. You've
3: grown up in that, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I, one of my memories of going around... Uh, uh, Alex has this friend, Julian, who lived on our road. And I remember... I was never really allowed to go and hang out with them, but every time I did, we would play Earthworm Jim. Yeah, so and it Earth. was... um
4: & uh, Earl, I mean, really kind of... Vet, well, what I imagine would be fairly unfulfilling gaming experiences now, we yep. just grew so immersed in. And I think mm-hmm. there is there is something about what happens to the mind when you are fully immersed in a game that that is so interesting and is so much beyond any other uh, cultural experience. And it's something I really like think happens maybe sometimes with the very, very best novels, mm-hmm. that you get to feel a an emotional and an intellectual attachment Um, I mean I've actually I'm going through a self-imposed gaming ban uh, which Mm -hmm. has lasted for over a year um, just because I've needed to get other stuff done Mm -hmm. and it is something that I don't I'm not somebody who can kind of get home at the end of the uh, end of the day and play for half an hour it's you know provisions check heating on um, you know (laughs) down (laughs) there and do it until you get that really odd sick feeling it's unlike <laughs> any
3: other odd sick feeling when you just want to kill yourself mm. from having immersed yourself in well I've still got in, in my bedroom I've still got um, like a, I've got a NES and a mm. uh, so this is something I don't get I don't get system. retro gaming experiences oh. no but I whenever I, on, I play DuckTales it, it's never good it's just not fun. if I play DuckTales and it, rem- I can remember <laughs> I literally remember playing it like it's such an instant straight back to, to yeah. childhood like it just yeah, you're just yeah. right See, there it's like going and visiting
4: friends from that childhood they've all got rather depressing
3: lives and it's just no not I, I'm
2: and
3: <laughs> I, I, I can still I, I still and it's, it's something you like, that's a those sorts of games I think are much more because they're so difficult and you know you can't save or anything it's a real you get with your friends around and then it's like mm. do the the life or level thing, which is like what I remember from my childhood. There's no real life or level games Mm. anymore. Well, that's me with my really embarrassing ringtone. Sam's phone's going off. Um.
1: (laughs) Is it one of your songs?
3: (laughs) No, it's just a weird song that I found that just goes hey Preston what's the matter <laughs> <laughs> so I made it into my
1: ringtone oh can you send me that I like it yeah, that. yeah. Um, but that's uh, have
3: to have
0: it. you know I'm
4: certain <laughs> that we'll look back on, on the games we're playing at the moment and they will have that same sense of what the hell was I doing mm. wasting my time on something yeah, this that's is so one dimensional Yeah. Um, you know I was playing um, I, I sneakily played um, Star Wars game the Knights of the Old Republic New Republic anyway um, at a friend's house the other day and I was just looking at it and i was really involved in it and i was thinking this is brilliant but it, then i step back objectively no it isn't it's rubbish it's yeah. terrible graphics and there's nothing and this was i think xbox 360 and it, right. you know you look at it and you think in 10 years time there will be a,
3: a form they, or, s- they say they're going to go 3d don't they but still capcom are still making games that are, uh, look exactly like they were made for the mm. for Mars system or no, whatever they're true. like like there's i don't know there's there's this one Dark Void, something like a new Capcom game, but it literally looks like a sort of side-scrolling, like it looks like Kid Icarus or something. Well, again, not wishing to hark on too much about... The last podcast, you guys. Did, but it's <laughs> so exactly, glad to
4: listen to it. It's exactly way. what Adam Curtis was saying—that we are reveling mm. in our own history and in, our, in the history of our parents. Mm. That um, you listen to the XX or um, uh, "Pains of Being Pure at Heart" or any of these um, Passion Pit—you know, it's just a rehashing and in some ways an, an improving but i don't know of, Would of things that went before of like of like shoegazy type thing, yeah i mean they? the pain of pink pure at heart are slow dive as yeah. far as i can make out i think they're brilliant i really enjoy real their music dive. but you know that there, there is this sense that we have somehow reached an end of progress <laughs> um and, um, and it's why it was interesting, because I think of Adam Curtis it's in some ways as being really anti that kind of John Gray miserabilism of, of, you know, progress is dead and actually was a myth in the first place or whatever. But, but what he was saying in, the, in, in your podcast was that the idea of progress, the idea of innovation, the idea of moving things forward has actually died and that mm. what we're doing now is a kind of play-based escape from the world by returning to the things that we felt comfortable with when no, we but I were I think
3: there's 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 brand new groundbreaking music as much as there is is nostalgic music and I think there was always nostalgic music you think about you know XTC doing that the psychedelic stuff that they did That was just sounded exactly exactly like some 60s psychedelic band it's always been people being I mean wasn't Britpop just kind of based around a couple of around kink the, songs yeah, and stuff no, I, I think and I think there is there's is still music and there's still and there's video games and 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 you know, whatever media, that that is not nostalgic. And there's also an alternative that's absolutely cutting edge and, and, and groundbreaking. And there's, there's just two different schools. It's not... I don't think one particularly swallows the other. But,
4: well, I would just question... I mean, there is, of course, always an avant-garde, but I would just question whether that avant-garde was in any way entrenched within the mainstream. And, I mean, you know, for instance, if you look at literature... You know, there's an argument, yes, there is some very interesting stuff going on in, in, you know, some of the more offbeat poets, etc., etc., but effectively, with a slight blip for modernism in the 1920s and 30s, you have got a pretty clear line from, uh, you know... I guess Mrs Gaskell or even Austin through Mrs Gaskell through Dickens right up to to Martin Amis and Ian McEwan you know Ian McEwan who I think is a very fine novelist is not in any way doing anything uh, But on their people
3: the I think on the people who who crave things that are in the kind of avant-garde and groundbreaking and whatever whatever the people that just kind of don't think too much about. I think this, the, the stuff that... But also, if you think about Pains of Being Pure Heart and bands like that, then they're, they're also not a mainstream band anyway. No, but I think a lot
4: of the charts at the moment are rehashing... Uh, tropes from the 1980s, yeah. I think. Like a lot like... of synthy stuff, isn't it? One might suggest even your own um, recent offerings.
3: That's the yeah. sound of <laughs> me being held. <laughs> There's that, my. That's my career. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bic. Oh, the Bic from when little. I went
1: to the Bic just a few weeks ago actually. Oh, right. I went to see Michael McIntyre at the Bic. Oh, yeah. It brought back happy memories of watching Pulp and Blur and Oasis mm. in when they were, you know, first yeah, game, really? getting popular. Yeah. yeah, Back in the Britpop days. I like
2: the Bic.
0: That's cool. And we always talk about um, me and my cousins because they still live around there, they're in Broadstone. And um, we always talk about going to Tower Park again because it's like, well, we remember going as kids We time, ta- obsessed with Tower Park. I went to
1: Splashdown oh, in the middle Splashdown. of last year. <laughs>
2: That was
0: good oh, fun. That's
1: a
2: reference. Yeah.
0: That um, <laughs> changed. Lots of new tally. flumes in Splashdown. Yeah, really. Yeah. They still have the Colorado Coaster. Yes. That's there. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. enjoyed that
1: one. The scary. Black Hole. which oh, is the, the black really cool. a really scary one. That's great. Yeah.
0: And there's one that goes outside and you go on a rubber ring.
1: Yes, that's good. Um, the Mississippi
0: oh, something. Roller roll or Mississippi. Oh.
1: If you're listening to this, listen, <laughs> if we leave this bit in and you've ever been to Town Park and you know what the name of the one with the rubber ring is.
0: I mean, for people who don't know, it, it is just like a sort of warehouse with about 500 flumes in it, <laughs> different <laughs> kinds. And there's no pool or anything, it's literally just,
1: just a lot of flumes.
0: Different kinds of flumes. But big
1: ones and yeah. curly ones, and yeah, yeah, it's good fun.
0: And we always used to go to Monkey World. Monkey World. Mm-hmm. Monkey World. Monkey World. Annika Rice Tank World I never went to Tank World's good it's not
1: far from Multi actually mm.
0: Tank World the, time. the Tank
1: Museum I mean oh right go to the Tank Museum oh, and, I and been the same there. day
0: yeah it sounds great <laughs> it's very fun um, and uh, yeah two different kind of dystopian futures <laughs> um, uh, what, what are they? oh they used to be Merley Bird Gardens if you remember that I, I
1: know the name I don't think I've ever been to it it's
0: been closed for about twenty years now, I think, but it was quite grim. I seem to remember.
1: If you drive into Cornwall, you you see Digger World. That's an exciting moment. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking I should go to Digger World. I hear you get to drive around on JCBs and dig things that up. That sounds pretty I'd like to do that. I should do that. Well, it's we'll shift and stop. Yeah. Definitely. shift and
0: stop. <laughs> Well, yeah. party or something Tell us your Tell us your Most rubbish um, Theme parks And we'll try and go to one we'll Not just museums there. It's got to be some kind of Theme park But that's a very specific Digger it's Digger world
1: I can't think of any More specific world <laughs> that. <I'm> Surely <laughs> that's, that's going to win
0: I like um, Sometimes you go, go past the, Where is it Near Colchester somewhere There's a thing called World of World of Swing Pools Or something World of Leather it's Are you good. thinking World of Leather's quite good um, And they're, they're not Theme parks <laughs> so It would be good if they were land
1: my friend uh, Adam, whenever I talk about World of Learn or Sofa Land or any of those shops mm. that are,
2: mm. sound like
1: countries, he always comes up with the Ottoman Empire
2: mm. to go along with the World of Sofas <laughs> or whatever.
3: No, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like kind of button bashing, not even really looking, and it's like, but I'm not really into that. I like puzzles. I'm real. I'm like a RPG nerd. Okay. I like Japanese kind of, you know, fifty-hour sort of epics. So. Um, I, which is, I, in fact, that's quite. I think that's quite a kind of niche uh, gaming market. I'm not really. I'm not. I'm not a modern warfare sort of. No, see, I, I know. I, I, I don't want to shoot people in the head. I, wanna, I will love that. Yeah, I want to. I want to go on a, like these. The you know adventures with sort of. I I do. I love fantasy still. Like it. It, it seems weird because I've never really. I feel like I'm really sort of opening up about things that I've always um, pretended not to like. We're yeah. like we're Do you know nice, what I mean? Because, nice. because, yeah. But obviously if I, was, you know, if I was still doing The Ordinary Boys and I had all these kind of mm. skinheads listening to <laughs> everything I said and I was like, yeah, basically just really love The Dark Crystal. And, and, <laughs> uh, they would just be like, all right, uh, they'd sign out. But now they're gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can be. be yeah, okay. They're,
4: they're waiting outside. Yeah, but, them, yeah, exactly. That was them breaking their bottles but. to grind into your fence. I'm watching you. I'm logging you.
2: I'm changing you. And saving you. I'm watching you. I'm logging you. I'm changing you. And saving
1: you. This is the internet's Dave Green.
7: Hello. Surfs Twilight Sensations Fabric wow. Conditioner. Have you seen the posters for this? Don't think so. And I don't. I don't know if is it was it, on.
0: Is it a time with Twilight?
7: <laughs> You'd hope. Or Sensations. <laughs> or, or Or a combination of the two. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you can't trademark the word Twilight, particularly yes. when you're using it in association with a fabric softener mm. of all things. <laughs> and. Um, I don't know, but there's just something. And like for me, for me, with, if, if I'm passing, if I'm passing a poster, and they, they, they've gone, they've gone huge lens marketing this. Mm. But if I'm passing a poster. And you re- I think Surf is in quite small writing. Right. It, it Basically, it looks like they're advertising something called Twilight Sensations. Yeah. And I don't know about you, <laughs> I don't know if this is just me. Yes. But, but the idea, again, is it something you'd have before or after a red sky? Oh, I think oh. Uh, my fabric condi- conditioners give me a bit of a, a Twilight <laughs> sensation. <laughs> And uh, again, it's like,
0: it's like they're offering some kind of extra service.
7: there. It is, it is I personally, I haven't been that entertained since I discovered that um, the Primark seemed to offer a, a range of underwear called called Secret Possessions. You don't. <laughs> You don't seem like the kind of person who shops in Primark, oh, well, if, if, you. if you ever find yourself rather, you yes, go, you go. Oh, there's a secret possessions right <laughs> I wonder what that might be,
0: and it's and that's for men.
7: Um, no, that I I believe yes. I believe that's the uh, I believe uh, that secret possessions yeah. is Primark's. Uh, ladies' right. underwear range. I just
0: saw uh, it when you were in
7: the Primark Lady's area. I was hoping, <laughs> just, just browsing. You're
0: obviously not going to buy anything.
7: I was hoping <laughs> that they'd. That, like, uh, and again, because I'm like, in Secret Possession, so that again has this kind of slightly <laughs> v- like v- Victorian yeah. kind of oh, twilight sensations. Yeah. I, I see. Um, this this kind of slightly purient, uh Victorian air to it. Yes! Yeah, and definitely. and. I was hoping that, mm. that Primark would have a complementary range of of gentlemen's <laughs> <laughs> nether garments yes. of, uh, of of uh, yeah of of of, uh, of men's underwear mm. that would simply that would be called gentlemen's unmentionables. <laughs> yeah, why not? And he'd go, oh yes, good. Luck. Could, you, could you direct <laughs> me to the unmentionables, m- please? Out, uh, <laughs> over there, sir. <laughs> carry, carry on. No, don't don't venture into the secret possession. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So, that's and, so and we
0: should stress that Surf's Twilight Sensations, sensations. is not a snack. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can eat it's just no. getting a special mention.
7: No, no, yeah. I I I, I just thought I'd throw it in there. Don't mm. don't try to consume that's a That's an excellent safety tip. That, yeah, that don't eat. Had, had not. However to delicious
0: me. these things look, don't. When no. I mean, we talked about this before about how things in the Body Shop and yeah. Lush and stuff seem like they should be delicious or
7: and have a sign on them saying like yeah. um and well, and, and in in a previous year, I mm. also debated. This is taking a slightly unsavoury turn. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> sna- snacks, snacks that you can eat in the shower. I think oh, I yeah. think that I think that'd be an amazing market. I think yeah. you know, like oh, the, those they have those tea tree shampoos mm. that you put in your shampoo, you put in your hair, and you go, oh, this does taste good. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Don't eat it. And there are there very few snacks that you can eat in the shower if you're in a hurry yes. in the morning yes. fruit is like fruit you don't need to wash you can just yes. take it in and then you can like
0: wash it in
7: the warm water at the shower head um a, a, a juice box is is okay. usually fairly safe
0: yeah it's in the drawer
7: yeah that yeah. like
0: anything you can squeeze out of tube would <laughs> just
7: sort of dilute itself slightly something something you would something you normally <laughs> make with slightly warm water out of out, oh, out the shower <laughs> like <We're>, a <gonna>
5: paste <laughs>
7: <laughs> would be would be an amazing invention, but tea. Um, tea? Yeah, <laughs> I want a tea
0: bag in, in a cup. Yeah, All well, head. <laughs> tea. But then, then
7: it, and then, and then it would, it would continue filling up. It would be like I'll have a refill.
2: Horrible.
7: <laughs> 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 anyway, so that that, and that's mm. the challenge I lay down to the snack makers mm. of twenty ten. Apparently,
3: once at um it was my friends went to a little britain live mm-hmm. and uh vicky pollard p- was promising something and she said i swear i'm president Chantel's life <laughs> <laughs> that's cute yeah really. that's <laughs> cute cool. and it was kind of while well, we were still we were still together oh, obviously if she like that it would have been a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> it takes a slightly different mood
2: <laughs>
4: i noticed in some of the predictions for the year she's going to be marrying peter andre this year oh really
3: I would approve of that, I think that's... I think they do. do you have any yeah. contact with
0: her at all now? Is it just awesome? Yeah, sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm. She'll like, yeah, she occasionally will like junk and text me, remembering <laughs> things that we did once or whatever, you uh, know, the uh, usual yeah. X kind of Sounds stuff. Sounds fun. But, no, it's, it's, I still feel, if I ever see anyone being mean about her, because you know, if you go on a website and look at, uh, especially kind of gossipy websites, and look at the, co- the comments, mm which I never really did at the time, thank God. Mm. Uh, you know, at the time of when I was, when I was kind of on, on doing all the Big Brother stuff and that kind of thing. Mm. But people are literally like... Like, I went, I w- I went on one recently, sort of just by mistake. It was some video I'd done, like a performance I'd done, and I sort of scrolled down just seeing what was going on. And then... Uh, People just put like someone just put like, why won't he just die already? <laughs> and I was like, because I don't want to die. Because I'm so young, young, I've got so much to, get to give. Yeah. Um, and people are just horrible, horrible. It makes
4: it gives you a profoundly depressing I mean I actually find this on the Guardian Comment is yeah, free, I which I think it. is a is oh, yeah. a great website, but yeah. the comments are just
0: yeah. so funny. Full
4: of spite, and I, I don't. Do I just can't imagine. Why, why would anyone up. go out there and try and do anything? Yeah, I know, well yeah, yeah, You're just going to have people flinging shit in your it's, face. Yeah. It's
6: terrible when You've got the right attitude. You so just got to just learn. You know, on, you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm such comment.
4: an I'm yeah. such an emotional cripple that I will read the first bad comment and I, I'm just going to be locked in a dungeon with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're just people. You know,
5: they're just locked in their mum's basement. Yeah. yeah. But also, I
6: reckon that it does have probably the highest quality of any comments. Mm. Oh, I mean, it quite. It's them to you know, the
3: thing in general of comments on on yeah, if you think of YouTube and stuff. Is it is. Absolutely just horrible, just so hateful. Mm. You see, my favorite
4: one ever there's a, I think she's a pole va- vaulter, there's a very pretty American pole vaulter, um, and uh, I remember that somebody sent round "Oh, look at her, isn't she cute? And I looked at the comments and it just said, Why don't all girls die at 20? I <laughs> 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 it was one of the most horrifically
5: creepy things <laughs> I'd ever
2: read.
4: put yourself and that's I mean we kind of had this discussion when you did the big brother thing but maybe I didn't I wasn't I didn't put it as firmly as I should have done but it's difficult when you go out there and establish yourself because it's very difficult to undo anything yeah and, yeah. And yeah and people well, you tend just don't think about that at the time <clears> you? you just sort of be like yeah, no and it was and it was, <clears <just> <clears <throat> it was still the right thing to do because it was something
1: that gives your life a bit of texture yeah
3: it's just yeah
1: fun got a, got a new lady out of it <laughs> yeah
3: thanks for that really. yeah. <laughs>
4: you've
3: got a horrible divorce suddenly, yeah. I've I've got suddenly got a... it all looks okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot um, about the next bit i yeah, sorry about
0: that,
7: but. <laughs>
0: but yeah the ordinary voice is great and, and do you want to kind of do more of that it's kind of ska influenced yeah I know? guess it
3: was I don't know it's like I didn't really want to do that sort of music anyway
0: mm.
2: it,
3: it was it just happened at the time when I was you know I was only young and, and the time people started getting interested in the band we were sort of going through a little bit of a weird phase when we started making music like that but before that we were just a punk band or yeah. you know like a sort of hardcore punk band right. and we were just trying to see if we could write songs that were actually kind of musical mm. rather than just thrashing you know make, doing mm. sort of thrashy music and it just happened that when we were going through that, that phase that people sort of wanted to sign us and give us a record deal mm. and so then we spent the rest of the, the sort, sort of life of the band playing music that we weren't really, yeah. was didn't really suit that us. That first album is brilliant though. I, I but the first album I think is, is us is as, as a hardcore band trying to do something else and but then it we- just,
4: It just does sound, it's still, I still listen to it and think that it has an energy and also again, an evocation of that seaside loneliness that I think is wonderful.
3: Well, And I think the, the f- albums after that, the reason they, that they, they didn't work so well is because we were trying to cater to an audience that we'd found ourselves you know singing to mm. that yeah. wasn't necessarily the most appropriate one for us and we would, were would just sort of trying to you know bend ourselves in certain ways to try and, and make music that, that they would like but mm. I think if I did a band now I'd just do like a sort of a thrashy hardcore like kind of electro I I don't know something a bit hold more on those different. are three <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's but, a good blend uh, yeah, <laughs> <I think that's, laughs> I'm yeah. into that as a genre uh, thrashy hardcore electro Yeah, yeah no but you know just yeah, just something a little bit more electronic and sort mm. of I don't know, we'll see well, it's been really, really
1: nice getting to know you guys, and I've got to thank you uh, enormously for taking the time to come. No, thanks for having well, us. Well, well, We think great. it's a
4: really, really brilliant podcast. Oh, now. I'm you. really thank delighted to, to both feature on it and to have been given the opportunity to listen to uh, to, to what I've listened to so far, and I look thank forward you. to going through the uh, the rest of the back catalogue. Oh,
0: thank you. Yeah, it means no, it's a really lot. great to meet you both, and thanks for all your time.
1: So that's been us for another week. Uh, join us in one week's time because we've gone weekly now. Uh, but for now, oh, yeah. from everyone here, from Ariane, from Alex, from Sam, uh, from Lena and myself, goodbye! goodbye. 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 Yep. That's
5: the one you're going to use. I'm a I'm a I'm a